Welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast, where we go deeper into Sunday's gospel reading to help you influence the world for Jesus. I'm Danny Sullivan. And I'm Father Rob Gallia. And this podcast is presented to you by FIG Ministry. Welcome to our Advent special. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. This is a little bit fancy. You know what this fancy? Yeah. What I'm holding in my hand. This what are you fancy. This is a, a coffee, but it's a Bailey's coffee. These are secrets that we probably don't tell you. <laughs> like me and Janine know that they're no, there. But I, I don't think there's alcohol in this. We did look at the back and it was like our special treat. So we probably have it like once a fortnight or even maybe less than that. But it's like 0.000001%. Okay, so alcohol. I'm working, so I shouldn't be drinking on the job. Yeah, but don't tell the boss. Yeah, I won't tell the <laughs> Well, they do. So that our office of Janine, Janine is proudly, my assistant proudly saying that she drinks Baileys during, during office hours that's why she's so productive danny we need to file a report yeah who do i file that to to me (laughs) okay cool Okay. Uh, but no, we're here for the Advent special, which is exciting. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. Advent is a beautiful time, time of preparation for Christmas, a time of preparation for the coming of Jesus in our hearts, in our lives. How awesome is that? Pretty awesome. Do you know where the word Advent comes from? You tell me where the word Advent <laughs> comes from. Uh, see, it's not so much fun when someone asks you a question. No, I you know. I, I think I know. It's the dawning of something. Is it the, the beginning? Is it? No. Nah. Oh, no. Wait, I got I don't it know. <laughs> This is a good feeling, actually. Uh, okay, tell me. Um, it's, it comes from the Latin word aventus. I assume that's how you pronounce it. I've never lo- yeah. learned Latin. Adventus or aventus? Uh, the first one. Adventus. Yeah. That sounds Which, what does it much mean? better. It's uh, the Latin word for arrival. So we're waiting for the arrival yeah, of Jesus okay. Christ. There you go. So I guess you weren't that wrong. No, the uh, dawning. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it felt nice to be able to put you on the spot for once. Yeah. It's only taken two whole seasons. Yeah, well, I, I I like learning new things, and so go. this is yeah, this is a good opportunity. So this is interesting, and this is a fun day in the office, a full day in the office. We're actually even being filmed today, so this is something that Ooh. you guys can look out for on social media. On social media at Catholic Influences underscore. <laughs> Which this morning, like, I knew that we were going to get like film this one, and we want to do that, especially for Advent. Like, we're really excited about this series. So I even I don't want to you know brag or be about vanity or anything. I put makeup on. It's it a pretty big day for me. Oh, oh no. And then this terrible thing happened where so I came to work I actually came early today 8 30 wow and at about 9 30 my nose was running I had the worst head cold and oh, now no. I just look I asked Janine before I was like do I look like I've been hit by a bus or a van and she's like no you just, just look you know, somewhere between a bee sting and a peanut allergy I was like oh, oh no. that I, is not what I want to hear no I wouldn't have noticed Thank I think everyone oh. here looks lovely no I wouldn't have noticed that you've been that you had a cold okay well thanks we're very excited for advent it's a really beautiful time I I, like at school especially, I remember when Advent started. So mm-hmm. in Australia, we do our school year from January to December. So Advent was kind of like the counting down to Christmas holidays and yeah. summer holidays where we had like six to eight weeks off. Yeah. And then as I got older, I kind of started to realize the beautiful time of preparation that it was for the incarnation, for the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. And it's so, can, Advent can so easily be seen as a means to an end rather than an end in itself. It is a beautiful time yeah. of impact, a time of change, a time of transformation. And so um, every Advent, I make commitments as well to, to make some change in my life mm-hmm. and to make sure that I'm more ready um, for the coming of Jesus. 
yeah, I think that and maybe society, culture, something within our world, um, we've kind of put Lent into this basket where Lent is a time of fasting and prayer and preparation and, you know, it takes where there's penance and all things like that and then Advent is more of a time to joyfully look forward to the coming of or our shopping. Lord. Or shopping, yeah, or, you know, putting up the Christmas tree or whatever it might be, but it's still, we're still called, um, you know, it's time of fasting and prayer and preparation. To use the word we've been using, too. it's a time of travail. travail. <laughs> it's a time of birthing, a time of getting ready for yeah. something as well. Again, this is what Advent is about. It's about preparing, getting ourselves ready, being prepared, being ready. Because if you are, are not prepared, then it will come like a surprise on us. And then all of a sudden we would have wasted a whole season of the church. It is a beautiful season. And that's why the church categorizes it as a season and not um, uh, not just a, a moment in or just in part of a season, but it isolates it as a, as a season within the, the church calendar. Also and, a very exciting yeah. season because it's the new year. Yes. We enter a new church year um, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's Happy New Year, I guess. Thank you. And You're Happy welcome. New Year to you too. To, to, to you too. <laughs> but I had a new year. <laughs> well, this, this season we're doing something different, this Advent season. Different, different type of podcast. So why don't you quickly explain maybe this to us, how we're doing things a little bit different this time. Yeah, I mean, obviously Advent, it's a very um, short series. It's only going to go for four Sundays, but we still want to focus on the gospel. Like we've heard a lot of feedback from people that have found it so encouraging and so fruitful in their lives to just, you know, get a bit more out of the word of God. So we're going to read this Sunday's scripture. Uh, We've left Luke for now and we're going into Matthew's gospel for this period of Advent, which is really beautiful. So we're going to read um, the scripture reading, the gospel reading from Sunday, and then we're going to like just talk a little bit about how to Advent, I guess. So mm. we'll, we'll get to that after the gospel, um, after we've read that and kind of, you know, looked at the message and the context, the history, you know, like we've been doing for season two. So we're going to, yeah, do that, I guess. So over to you as, <laughs> as we read the, this um, gospel reading, which is the first Sunday of Advent. Yes, so the gospel this Sunday comes from Matthew 24, verses 37 to 44. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken, one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you must also be prepared, for in an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. And so this is, a, I think, the, the gospel. This is an, a beautiful way to start Advent. It's about preparation, about not wasting the time we have, not seeing Advent as a time of, of waiting. It's, you see, if we're just going to wait, the, things are going to go over us. You know, if you just go and you swim in a river and you jump in the river and you're not swimming against the current, you're going to be taken down. So this is Advent is a time of preparation, a time of swimming against the current. Even if we spend the whole year not swimming against the current. Now it's the time of effort to start making change in our own lives. And it's not just, you see, a lot of people make decisions at a last moment um, before New Year's Day. Yeah. 
That's when they want to make change. I'm going to become fit. I'm going to become strong. I'm going to stop swearing. I'm going to do this. But this is the church actually gives us these four weeks to prepare for change for holiness. It's not change for ourselves, but it is change to become more like Jesus. It's not change to lose weight, to become fitter, to become stronger, which is great if it's going to aid our holiness. And I'm like, wow, like a big advocate for, for being healthy. There's, there goes everyone's eye rolling. But because I believe that when there's health in body, yes, that can reflect and also the health of the rest of our lives. But what is more, most important is that this is a time of four weeks of preparation to make sure by the end of Advent, we're holier than we were at the beginning of Advent. Yeah. So practically, what is the scripture telling us about preparation for Advent? Obviously, there's watchfulness. Yes. Um, and so I think one of the things that the church teaches us here and the, the gospel is telling us here is, is that we need to be watchful because not being watchful invites disaster. So if you're not watchful, you never know the, the, the idea of the thief coming. If you're not prepared, you know, people say, oh, I'm not going to put in a, a, um, an alarm system. My parents, for example, they don't decided they had a, an apartment. They've never been robbed before. And then I keep telling them, I, I, I put a security camera, put something, do something. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks after I told them, they said, no, now we'll do it. Now we'll do it. They got, get broken into and everything from beginning to end is, is, is taken out of the house stolen from the house and the thing is because they weren't prepared now if they had been prepared I know it's an effort I know it's an expense but at the end of the day it's about watchfulness and this is what um, again Advent is about secure preparing the security cameras of our hearts preparing the making sure that the windows are locked to evil and open to the presence of God and so this is what the scripture is telling us if we're not ready if we're not watchful if we're going to invite disaster because all our neighbors everyone around us has security cameras you're the only one without where's the thief, thief gonna come it's gonna come to you and so i think we need to be prepared prepare our hearts um, and secure our hearts with the love of god with the protection of jesus how are we going to do that there are many ways and hopefully we'll talk about this even in this podcast practical ways we can do this another um i guess invitation for disaster is this idea that there's plenty of time yeah that you know the there's plenty of time to prepare and you know we've got four weeks to prepare that puts a time limit on it but that doesn't mean that we should stop preparing the rest of the year as well um but just i think that that's a real problem when we yeah. we think that yeah like there's plenty of time i'll do it tomorrow or i do it next yeah. week like we we can't kind of have that complacency Yes, and complacency is a passive complacency. Like yeah. you can have, can be passive and think, ah, oh, okay, I'll do something later. But there's also an active complacency where you think, ah, oh, let me have some fun first, and then I'll do it later. Let me um, to enjoy this for a moment, um, uh, for a while, and then when I'm older, then I'll start to think about things like that. So there's the passive that things, oh, it will go away. It will, it will, nothing will happen. And then there's the 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 active which thinks, no, I want to have fun, and I don't care if I get into trouble. I don't care if this goes wrong, um, but uh, this this active thing that it also leads to disaster. So we need to also be prepared in those ways. Uh, one thing that I find really interesting is in this gospel reading, um, you know, Jesus is telling his disciples that there's someone going to be left and someone will go. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, kind of like in the days of Noah, as you mentioned at the start of the De Gospel, like some people were prepared, they got onto the boat and then the others were washed away in the flood. That's right. And he's likening that to the second coming. But I guess, you know, that preparedness and that, you know, knowing that we have to prepare now and being ready is part of like an acceptance of our duty as Christians to be ready now. Yes. And then, you know, the negative comes when we reject that duty. Yes. And so it's about being prepared, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, again, to go to fitness and I like using fitness analogy. Like it's, if I, if I don't prepare my meals, if I don't prepare what I'm going to eat, my, the presbytery where I live is full of cakes. Oh, everywhere you look, there are cakes and sweets and things like that. So I need to plan every time I, I pass by that kitchen that I have food that I can eat. Otherwise, if I'm hungry, guess what I'm going to eat? So the thing is, I need to be a um, faithful one to what I've committed to. But also I need to plan ahead. I need to have my meals I can eat. I need to make sure that I stay, that I, I'm not just going to say, oh, okay, I'm going to stay, I'm going to say no to the cake. I cannot say no to the sweets, but I can say I'm more likely to be able to say no is if I, before I step into that kitchen, I have a purpose (laughs) that I'm going to head straight for my healthier vegetables or whatever it is. And, and, and I'm having that focus, the fidelity to that focus um, allows me to find the strength. And so again, this is what Advent's about. It's about planning, planning ahead, not just letting holiness happen because it won't. It won't. As much as you try, holiness doesn't just happen. It, it's, it's a cooperation. It's a, it's, a, it's a partnership with Christ that allows us, this partnership uh, um, allows us to become holy because he's carrying the weight. But the thing is, we have to plan ahead by spending time with Jesus. We have to plan ahead by making sure we're staying close to the sacraments. We have to plan ahead by making sure we, we close the door to certain sins in our lives. And so it's, it's done again. It cannot just happen. Um, and Advent is a moment of grace where God says, hey, okay, I understand this doesn't just happen. Let's work together in this moment of grace to make things happen, to plan and to make sure that by Christmas, you're this little bit holier than you were before Advent. And what a nice way to like start this new year, this new year in the church with this moment of like, yeah, let's make some practical steps to just completely in every way that we can and with the grace of God transform our lives so that we can start the year off kind of like New Year's resolutions Mm. of, you know, going to the gym every day or stopping eating chocolate, whatever it might be. But this is, you know, a more fulfilling and grace-filled and beautiful time to just transform our lives um, at the start of the year before Christmas, like, you know, we're preparing for Jesus, you know, becoming man by becoming as much like him as we possibly can. Mm. And a beautiful thing that the church does as well is at mass or wherever it might be in your workplace, if you work in a Christian workplace or at your school, um, there is the Advent wreath, which is really beautiful. And each week we light a different candle and that signifies something different. And for week one, um, it actually signifies hope. And I think that this scripture reading as well, like reflects that, that there is the hope of the second coming of Jesus. That's right. That yes, he came as a little baby and then there was his ministry and there was the crucifixion and the resurrection and the ascension. And that's beautiful. But there is also the hope that he's coming back and that we have resurrection as well through him. So I don't know. What a beautiful way to start. It's the each week, each candle we light is a a sort of a landmark in our journey. And so we start off with hope, hope that Jesus is going to make us holy, hope that Jesus is going to carry our yoke that Jesus is going to help us with the planning and making us holy. And so this is why we light this first candle of hope. And other ways that we can remember Advent, we mentioned at the start, you know, this podcast would look a little bit different. And I guess that's what we're going into now. We're going to talk a little bit like 
how to Advent. Each week we're going to pick a different prayer, a different saint and a different activity. Mm -hmm. And as a Catholic influences family around the world, we're going to do these together to build up and encourage each other to become more holy, to become more like Jesus. So first things first, this week, the activity I yep. think that we could all do. Oh, exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Is set up our nativity sets. Yep. I I got a new nativity set this Ooh. year. I'm very excited. Maybe I'll put a photo up on Catholic Influencers Instagram because it's quite beautiful and it's sitting in front of us here as we record. Um, so we can watch. they can watch it on the video. Oh, they can watch it on the video. What? There you go. What? So much <laughs> is happening in this podcast. Um, and, you know, at the moment it's just got Joseph and Mary because Jesus, we're still waiting for him. So it <laughs> looks a little bit uh. bland, but it's beautiful. But set up your nativity scene, you know, have that as a, at a focal point in your homes so that yeah. as you go and you might rush in and out to work or to pick up the kids, whatever it is, you're reminded that we're in this season of preparing and waiting for baby Jesus to appear in the nativity. Yes. And I, I think it's also a witness for people who visit us. I know um, people who own a store in Shepparton. I don't know. There are many stores that, that do that, but they, they're in a prime estate place, like a prime place. And they set up their nativity every year and no one else does that. Yeah. And so, and it's a beautiful witness. People pass by and they stop, they look. And so it's a, a yeah. beautiful witness to ourselves, but also to others. Yeah. And a beautiful reminder about the real meaning of, of Christmas, Christmas yes. which I think sometimes at this time of year we, we want to prepare, we want to become more holy, but it's so easy to get distracted as work and school and parties and presents, whatever it is. Like there's so many things pulling us away, yeah. but just having this visual reminder in front of us to remind us, yeah, what the real purpose is and the real meaning of Christmas and Advent especially. Um, and then this saint that we can all look up and we'll, you know, we're going to post about this on Catholic Influences Instagram. So follow us and journey with us through Advent is St. Francis of Assisi. So he is an incredible, I'm sure many of you have heard of him, um, an Italian saint. He started the Franciscan order. He was from Assisi, hence his name. One interesting fact is that um, the nativity scene, you know, the stable and Mary and Joseph, the animals is attributed to St. Francis. So we're going to learn a little bit more about him through social media together. Um, we'll pray to him as well. But that brings us to the prayer that we can pray together this Advent. And that's a prayer for the grace to prepare for the coming of Jesus. Mm. As Father Rob was saying, we need God's grace. We need to cooperate with that grace to, you know, prepare as well as we can for the coming of Jesus. That's right. And so these saints as well help us. They carry, <laughs> they carry us to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And having this guy, St. Francis, I wish, I wish one day that I will love Jesus like St. Francis loved Jesus. And this is the whole point. That's why we look to these saints, not because they want attention to themselves, but they draw, always draw the, our attention to their love for Jesus, for us to be inspired by their love for Jesus. We'll finish up with a prayer. I don't know, Father Rob, if you want to okay. lead us in prayer, especially for that grace um, that, you know, that can be poured out upon us so that we can cooperate with that grace to prepare for Christmas. Okay, so let's pray together that God will give us the strength, God will give us the anointing for holiness. You know, this anointing is already on us, but we just need to receive it. So we'll pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift of hope. We thank you that you always carry us to become saints. You want us not to stay where we are. You love us where we are, but love us too much to leave us where we are. So, Lord, we just pray for your fire in our hearts that this Advent we may make a commitment for change, that we may make a commitment to love you more, to be 
yours more to be like Jesus more. Help us spend time contemplating on your presence, on your love. And teach us as well this week as we reflect on the life of St. Francis to become like him, in love with you, sold out for you, desperate for you. We ask your blessing and your peace upon us and every person who listens to this podcast. Make us ready, prepare us, and make us even a little bit holier by, by the time we reach to, to the, your coming, Lord Jesus, to your birth. And so we'll pray for the intercession of Mary, our mama, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And we ask your blessing upon us in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now they need to, to be in touch. Everyone needs to be in touch with us. <laughs> Please. Please. Social media. Uh, yeah. At Catholic, Catholic Influences underscore. Underscore. Why is there an underscore? And I can't remember the reason, but I think but every an, other variation of like Catholic podcast, Catholic influences, influencer podcast was taken. Okay. So <laughs> Catholic influences underscore. And then we have at FRG ministry. That's for our social media. Also, we have a few little updates on the FRG ministry podcast website. Um, so we've made it easier for you to contact us. There's going to be resources as well to go with this podcast to kind of lead us through the journey of Advent. There's some random questions that Father Rob and I have answered so you can get to know us a little bit more. So go check out the website as well. Um, and yeah, be in touch, please. We're really excited to go through Advent with you. Okay, we'll see you next week. Hear from us next week. Be blessed. Ciao. Bye.